Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ here in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 to 14 minutes long usually, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps us keep focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. It also helps keep us strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, help somebody in your life grow in their faith by sharing these short studies with them every day. Get them into God's word. You can do that through Facebook friends, text text messages, and other technological means, but help them to get into God's word and grow stronger in their faith. It might make the difference between heaven and hell for them. Make that commitment to start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. And so many people, they really need to come to understand that. The devil has been so skillful in blinding, at least partially blinding, the spiritual vision of so many people. Now, again, we've talked about how we hold particular identities very special in our mind, in our lives. And so we talk about we're proud to be a member of such and such family, our family. We're proud to wear that name. We're proud to be a a citizen of our nation or of the particular state in which we were born or in which we live now and we've resided for many years. We're we're proud to be a, a citizen in a particular city that we really love maybe an alumnus of a school from which we've graduated high school or college. We're we're proud, we're so thankful (coughs) to be a member of a particular company for which we've worked for 15 or 20 or 30 years. We look back and maybe we still bear this identity. Maybe we're active in one branch or another of the military service. Well, the list goes on and on, but we understand what we're talking about. How we think, yeah, it's wonderful, it's special, and we're, we're proud to wear these certain identities. Well, what about the greatest identity of all? And that is to bear the name Christian. Not just to say it, but to live that identity, to be a Christian. How wonderful it is to be a Christian. Well, if we begin to ask people, what do you think is so wonderful about being a Christian? Well, quickly, somebody would say, well, you're forgiven of your sins if you're a Christian. Uh, You're saved. You have the the promise of eternal life if you're a faithful, dedicated Christian on a consistent basis. Think about some of the other blessings. We've talked about the power of prayer. As a Christian, we can talk to God all of the time, all day long, every day, and God's going to be there, he'll always hear our prayer. He'll always listen. He knows what's going on in our lives, and we'll know that he always cares. And there is nothing that is impossible for God. Luke 1 and verse 37, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. And James says that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person has great power in its effects, James 5 and verse 16. So forgiveness, salvation, eternal life, the power of prayer because 
of being able to petition God with all of our needs, all of our concerns, and knowing that he is there, that he knows what's going on in our life, that he cares, and that he's listening to our prayer, and that he has the power to take care of whatever there might be in the, in the way of needs in our lives. But also, being a member of the Lord's church, being a member of that body, that spiritual body that Jesus died on the cross to establish upon this earth, his church. And in Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, we noted that the Lord adds to his church those who come to true salvation in him. Again, Acts 2 and verse 47. And we saw that in Colossians 1 and verse 18, and we could read it in other verses of Scripture that say the same thing, that the church is actually his body, the body of Christ. And so by being a member of his church, we have a personal identity with Jesus himself. Oh, what a blessing that is. How wonderful it is to be a Christian. Now, think about how wonderful it is to be a Christian from the perspective of what we mean to each other as our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, true Christians. In Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 15, we read down through verse 17. What a great text of Scripture this is that speaks along this line. And here the Apostle Paul wrote, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. He's writing this to Christians in Rome. And he says, you have been adopted by God the Father as his special children when you became Christians, when you were added to the Lord's church, when you were baptized into Christ. Think about that. And so we look to God in heaven, and we can cry out to him, Abba, Father. Paul goes on and he says, the Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, through the Word, through the Scriptures, because the writers who wrote down those various books of the Bible were guided to write God's very Word through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guided them to write God's very Word. And so he says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified together. Now, I've taught this many times. I've taught this many times through these today's Bible class, Bible studies. A whole lot of people, they, they think of themselves as being Well, let me put it this way. They think everybody is a child of God. Maybe in the broadest sense in that God created humanity, we can think in that way. But in this special sense that puts us in a very unique and special and a saved relationship with God, that's not true. Not everybody is a child of God. Otherwise, why would Paul say that when we became Christians, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father? And at that point, the spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs. You see, 
those points of identity in this very exclusive and special way, they were not there before we became Christians. They were not there, but now they are. Once a person becomes a true Christian, all of these points of identity become part of his identity or her identity. We are family, and therefore, we mean a great deal to one another. Remember, God adopts us. That's what we read there. We've received the spirit of adoption. You don't adopt your own children. You adopt some of someone else's children, children that may be orphans because mom and daddy died some way. God adopts the person who becomes a Christian into his family. And as such, we have a whole lot of brothers and sisters in Christ, a whole lot of spiritual brothers and sisters. We have a big family. And as family, we mean a great deal to one another. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body, and that is one church, in Christ, and individually members of one another. Well, that's the way it is among siblings, isn't it? We're born into the Smith family, the Johnson family, the Jones family, the Carson family, whatever the, your family name is. And we have brothers and sisters within that family. We understand we're part of one another. We're members of one another. We have a, new, a unique relationship with one another. And that's a wonderful relationship. At least it is designed by God to be a wonderful relationship. Sometimes on an individual basis, we mess up that relationship. But, but inherently, it's supposed to be a wonderful relationship. Well, that's the way it is when we become members of the Lord's church when he adds us to his body as we're baptized into him for the remission of our sins and for salvation, we become a part of all of the other true Christians within his church, individually members of one another. We drop down to verses 10 through 13 in Romans chapter 12. Paul goes on. He says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Do you see that? that relationship, that family relationship, what we mean to one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, you have a, a man or a woman and, and they, they go off to college, say, or maybe they, they go into the Army or the Air Force or the Navy or the Marines, or maybe they, they go off to college. Maybe they take a job in another part of the country and then they come back home for a family reunion, maybe it's around a holiday, maybe it's around a birthday, maybe it's just to get back together. And, and there's such rejoicing. Joe, how are you doing? It's so good to see you. Mary, boy, I've been missing you. It's so wonderful to have you back home. You know, those are the kinds of emotions, the kinds of statements that are uttered automatically, basically. You know, when I first get back with my, with my boys, with my sons, 
the very first thing we do is we hug and we kiss each other. We kiss each other on the cheek because it's good to see each other again. It's good to be back together. Well, that's on the physical plane. Spiritually, that is the kind of relationship that we ought to have, that we ought to feel, that we ought to experience with all of our true brothers and sisters in Christ as members of the body of Christ, of God's family, because we've all been adopted by our Heavenly Father as his special, unique children. Oh, how wonderful it is to be a Christian. And we'll explore this a little bit further next time. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for blessing us with the opportunity to become your special, unique children as you adopt us into your family as we're baptized into Christ. And he adds us to his body, the church. Help us to count that identity so precious and to be so thankful for it always. And guide us to always in that identity live to your glory. We pray, Father. Please be merciful and gracious with us. Please, Father, we pray for your continuing forgiveness. And hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.